Welcome to Stuck in My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. A new year brings a new beginning. For all my listeners that own a business, I want to tell you about FedEx Office. If you're just starting or have been running your company for generations, FedEx Office gives you the best way to print, marketing materials, posters, signage, graphics, and so much more. With FedEx, creating, editing, saving, and ordering are fast and easy. We are teaming up with FedEx and Podgo to bring our listeners 30% off your next order of 100 or more at podgo.co backslash FedEx. That's podgo.co backslash FedEx for 30% off your next order. FedEx, the world on time. All right, and welcome to another episode. I'm your host, W-I-Z-E. And I have a special, I have two special guests on today. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. They have an amazing story to share, so I'm excited for them to be on the, on the show today. So let's start with you, Cal. Uh, yeah, I'm Callaway. I'm with uh, Mercado Solar down here in Puerto Rico. Open up warehouses, hopefully distribute uh, a lot of solar panels to the people down here. A little bit of my story is I've uh, been in the industry for about four or five years and saw the need that certain parts of the Caribbean with high utility rates uh, needed affordable energy, uh, and solar power was the right way to go. All right, so now, Alex, is your turn. Yes, sir. Uh, my name is Alex. We're now with Mercado Solar. A little newer to the industry, but for the most part, uh, we were part of uh, Cal and I. The way we met is we were supplying uh, some folks over in Puerto Rico with panels, and uh, as we got started, we, we noticed that there was a need. We also noticed that you know we needed to make it more affordable. We needed to provide uh, a certain level of service, uh, a, a superior product, and, and, and really allow the people of Puerto Rico, really give them their independence, having access to something as simple as power. Yeah, because if, if Puerto Ricans have, have, have come from the island and come over here, if you speak to them, they'll tell you that their, their, their electric bills over there were ridiculous. Like, when we, whenever we go to my mom's house, we, the only reason we have the light on now is because my nephew stays in the house. If we weren't, if he wasn't staying there, we would cut the light off until we come back to, to come stay, to come, to come stay because because it's just it's just ridiculous the way the power company over there is just taking just stealing stealing from the people because it's the prices that these people pay, man. Well, yeah, I mean, just mobile, mobile luxuries like yeah. air conditioning. I think you were saying um, at your mom's house, you guys don't even have AC. No, we just have it's straight ceiling fans. Yeah, ceiling fans. Right. So wise. That's that's the kind of where you know Cal and I met, and you know we we really take for granted. So in the states and and some of these other areas of the world, we take for granted. I've cousins that will literally stay up all night play xbox and they will have the ac blasting and when you think to yourself it's there it's abundant it's just like running water it's available to them you when you come to puerto rico and you, and you leave the resorts and you le- leave all the glitz and the glamour the regular people the day-to-day people you know what kind of experience are they having and you you come to find out that some schools don't even have ac yeah so how are you supposed to learn how are you supposed to learn a lesson and it's crazy to understand and really fathom wrap your head around it i just fall right asleep Oh, yeah, no, because we, t- we take for granted how when we attended school, it wasn't, they made sure we were comfortable in school. It was, when it was hot, they made sure we was comfortable enough in the classrooms. There, it's when it's hot, it's hot. So, and who wants to be in school when it's so freaking hot? You, you well, don't really, no, I, I mean, my it's, teachers as cold as possible. They make, make sure it, I didn't it just, yeah, I think I think it all goes back to as humans. I think what we look to uh, our basic needs or our basic needs are met. You know, food, shelter, water. You know, things of that nature, clothing, and more and more what we're seeing with society. You know, obviously energy, power. 
is a big part of it. Everyone has a device. Everyone, you know, they have Netflix and, and, and they have computers and they have, you know, all of these things that they plug in. We take it for granted. In the U.S., you flick a switch and you just get it. It's there. Right. I've been uh, very fortunate to meet a lot of great people in Puerto Rico and they're all all very welcoming. So uh, many times I'd go over there and have dinners. And even times, you know, it'd be a Saturday night or something and then I end up sleeping on the couch or even one of their spare bedrooms. A lot of times conditioner and uh, cold water. So I got used to it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was still really cool to be welcomed, you know, in a, it's almost like a stranger's home. You got, got, you know, I would never complain about cold water or hot water <laughs> because I was just appreciative because the, the Puerto Rican food was so good too. So I was like, oh, I don't care. You know, it's hot. It's, you know, cold yeah, water they or whatever. Don't. Food was good. People don't understand. So it seems like where they okay, go ahead, where they lack where they no no what I was saying I, I I've kind of had the same experience where where they lack some of these things you know with things that we take for granted in it, as far as infrastructure they make up in hospitality they make up in you know just the the, the warmth of their heart and how they allow you in and and uh, bring you into their families definitely yeah listen I, when I first started going to Puerto Rico and this was like in the eighties there was no at my aunt's house there was no indoor plumbing we actually went out in the outhouse like and we took a shower out there was a, a shed for the for you to use the bathroom then there's another like shack holes coming through it so you can take a cold ass shower so when i went wow. to when i used to go back yeah. home i used to appreciate being on so much more because going over there and experiencing what they experienced on a daily i just that wrote that just shows me like yo listen i i need to be grateful for everything i have back home so when i was a little kid i appreciated i i looked at everything and just was like uh-uh, i i know what people are going through back in puerto rico i am happy that i have a nice warm shower whenever i want yeah i came here about nine ten months ago you know not on vacation it was on business uh, building solar farms and uh, got to know quite a few people and talking to them and a lot of them very very humble but also when i because i'm in the, you know the energy space i always talk to people like hey you know what's your electric bill like and uh, i remember the first guy at metropole uh, he says 150 to 180 dollars a month i was like oh wow okay and um run your ac a lot he's like no i don't have ac what don't have AC, and that not just one person, but many people that I've talked to, it's almost like they felt like they were helpless where they can't control it. It's a utility company that they have to deal with it. It's, you know, the utility company is, as I'm sure many people know, they do whatever they want. Especially here, it's a monopoly. It's it's just one company. Not like back here in the states, where you have different companies in whatever city you're in. They have their own little one power company, and and they they run the show. And there's no one to compete with them. Yep. So whenever you the well, people see, now. oh yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> so guys. How did Mikados come to be? So I'll, I'll pick that up. So, so basically, like I said, Cal and I, there was a point in time where, you know, he's been in the solar industry for a while. We, I've been in the, you know, wholesale solar uh, industry for a little bit. And what we, what we decided to do is, you know, we were supplying some folks here, actually one company and really noticed that um, people were not happy with their pricing, even though we were giving it to them for a very uh, low price. Word got to us that maybe the customers weren't being treated right. They weren't getting fair pricing. And so uh, we looked at each other and said, look, this is, this is an opportunity. This is not just an opportunity for us to have a business, a sustainable business. We could have basically dropped a pin anywhere um, because, again, we are in the wholesale business. Um, but we can make a difference here. I visited. I met with Cal and just looked at me. He said, look, we got to do something. There's, there are people here in need. It's We take for granted, again, going back to this, in the States, solar is very much 
a luxury and in Puerto Rico it's a necessity you know when you go out to Home Depot when you when you go out places and the power just goes out or you wake up and the fridge full of food that you had is now bad because you have to throw it out we saw an opportunity we saw an opportunity to really do something special so so why Puerto Rico yeah so that's a, that's a very good question I, I love Puerto Rico <laughs> as soon as I visited it 10 months ago I fell in love with it so and then you know as part of the United States as well I mean we are you know looking at uh, going into the other Caribbean because it, you know, it's a lot of the same thing with the power companies, utility companies, uh, the amount uh, they're charging up, the homeowners and whatnot. Um, but it was the, I want to say easiest place, but it was just the most convenient for our first location. Well, yeah, because yeah, being, being, yeah, being, being that it's part of the States, I'm sure it would probably be easier to, to get your foot in because you're already, you're part, it's part of the state. So just find out what, what it is to establish a business down here. And what's the cost to install a system in Puerto Rico? So that's what we noticed a lot of the problems too was uh, I had a uh, daughter call me that's a client of mine in Florida that had a system installed and her mother was being uh, sold a system here in Puerto Rico and it ended up being a lease so she wouldn't actually own the system and for as long as she had it she would end up paying like thirty-five dollars or $40,000 which would be a four kilowatt system which is a crazy amount of money for that small of a system. We can do it for a Eleven thousand, because we have the the buying power of the solar panels and the inverters, and, and we, we get good prices. And now we're also not here to make millions and millions and millions of dollars, but uh, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people going solar in Puerto Rico, but they might be going the wrong way, unfortunately. But through us, we can do it because we have the lower cost panel, which is one of the highest uh, components of a solar system. We can do it for a third of the cost of what somebody else. Did. That scenario was a little bit different because I think the salesman was really, really yeah. I'd like to think that not every Puerto Rican is, is being charged that much for a solar system, especially since she's 62 or so, 64 years old. So with, with them, they were leasing it. But from you guys, they're purchasing the panels. It's their panels. There's so no, They own it. That, that's yeah. awesome. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, so... So, wise, I'll, tell, I'll I'll give you this little story, and, and I'm starting to figure out certain things. The the, the differences, I think, um, like for instance, in Puerto Rico, you mentioned, right? We we decided to 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 help one of our one of our team members, one of our employees, buy a car, and in doing so, we realized that it doesn't work the same way in Puerto Rico as it does in the states, even with leasing a car. And again, I, we took it for granted. We realized that the way that things are set up with the banks and who approves that, and how they build in the insurance into the price of the car, and we realize that one of the ways that things are structured in Puerto Rico, again, it's, you know, some of it, there's not much clarity, there's not much transparency. And what we've learned from Puerto Ricans, people of the island, is that, look, that's what they want. I want to own it. I want to know what I'm paying. I want to know that it paid off and I moved on. And unfortunately, that's not the case with a lot of things that go on. So it just made total sense to, to allow them to do that. To, to have that, you know, look, to have that decision in their hands, to be able to make that decision is huge. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome right there. So what's the ultimate goal for Mercado Solar? I think I think what we're looking at uh, Mercado says is as more of a social enterprise. Look, we're not a nonprofit. We are, we're looking to uh, have a for-profit business but I, you know Cal and I we really believe that through enterprise through entrepreneurship there is a place to give back so how do you improve your community how do you make a difference how do you how do you develop a footprint but at the same time change people's lives where it's different in the states is again it's readily available in Puerto Rico we feel a lot of things uh, unfortunately can't get done because of that sin- single 
component, power. Just giving power to people and allowing them to make some of these small decisions that we take for granted, which are much bigger in Puerto Rico, they have an opportunity. So we, we're committed now to not only sell these panels at, at really affordable prices, we're looking at donating 10% of our proceeds to help school systems, to help some of these needy folks that are in more rural areas that don't have access. Yeah, the, the, those towns that, that aren't really, yeah, those towns that aren't really big tourist attractions where, like you said before, the glitz and the glamour of the island, those, those towns really do need the help. A lot of these schools in those towns are, are horrible. So for you guys to, yes, yes, you're not a, a nonprofit organization, but you're still willing to, to give a lot back to the community. And then that's something you need to be commended for. And that's amazing. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and it's that community. Yeah. The piggyback off what Alex said and, and also the question, you know, starting off in the, you know, in the, in the industry, in the solar industry four or five years ago, you know, I started off just selling solar. You know, I came from, the, I have a financial background. I was a financial advisor for 14 years. Same company, you know, not the same job. I moved up, down throughout my career and kind of stepped down towards the end. I was just getting burned out. Um, and then I saw the solar industry evolving. Price of the equipment was getting better. There was actually finance companies being loan on it. So I, I said I was you know, kind of miserable where I was. Let me try something new, something I believe in. I believe in renewable energy. It's we have to move it that way. And so I started working with contractors and different organizations. And the prices that they were, these people were selling at was insane. So I ended up starting my own company in Florida because, you know, and this is after a little while because I went to three, four, five different companies and contractors to where the contractor's making this much money or the sales guy's making this much money. It's just like there's enough money to go around in a solar system sale. It's not, you don't have to charge the homeowner so much money. And so my solar company in Florida was just volume. It's the Florida average for a price of a system is uh, for a 10 kilowatt would be about $34,000. Um, we were selling for $30,000, so, so $3 a watt. Um, the average price is three sixty-five nationwide, um, so $3.65. So if it was a 10 kilowatt system, it'd be 36500 So we look at a kind of a volume base. We, we have access to procure a lot of product, and so we want to make sure that we can move that product fast. And in order to move that product fast, we have to offer very, very good prices. That's what we want to do anyways, because there's, we have an abundance of affordable solar panels. We just you know, need to get our, I guess, name out there. We need to be in other locations to make sure we, that we can continue this volume and just you know, tra- you know, transfer our prices down to their prices to where I don't need to sell 200% markup because we're only doing 100 a month. You know, we only need a little bit of markup because we're doing thousands. Um, and so that's kind of somewhat of our business model is that it's just volume based and we don't have to charge as much because we have our name out there. We have our customer service. Uh, it's, it's very interesting. The people that come in here and they, they look at our customer service and they're amazed. I think two out of three people would be like, wow, this is amazing. The customer service is amazing. We have a great presentation. We have a great warehouse or professional and uh, it's been really refreshing I guess to even just hear it because me you know when I walk into a store at, in, in the United States customer service is a necessity otherwise buy. you know there are some locations and places I go to in Puerto Rico where customer service is not really a number one priority so that's one of that's one of our, our number one priorities is to take care of gentlemen's panel uh, wasn't working when he got it so we offer we do offer in-house warranty. <laughs> we brought it in we tested it. For some reason, it was malfunctioning. It. We replaced it with a brand new uh, And then we also offer replacement plans for the lowest dollar a month, where as long as you pay that dollar a month per panel, if, if it ever goes bad, if it ever stops working, we'll replace it for free. So, Wise, just to, just to add to, to what Cal said, one of the things that, you know, from my observation and, and, and just seeing how the island works and how people of Puerto Rico, how resilient they are. I don't know if you know, there was a, uh, there was a, 
Zac Efron uh, Netflix special that he had on Puerto Rico. And I think the thing that kind of drove me over the top and Cal and I said, we got to do something, is we watched, there's an incubator right now in Puerto Rico. And that incubator is uh, self-sufficient people, independent people that are taking things in their, you know, in their own hands. You know, again, I don't have to get political, but when you see the climate, even the States right now, yeah. a lot of people are kind of, they're tired of the status quo. They're tired of allowing a system just to kind of... Um, channel, you know, or, or heard them through, uh, you know, through the different, you know, directions. But what we're seeing is that there are some amazing things happening. A lot of amazing things happening in Puerto Rico, one of which is you have uh, vertical integrated farming. You have things that uh, they're doing right now that is so self-sufficient, even alongside solar. There's a lot of innovation coming out of Puerto Rico. And I think it was because of Maria. I think people realize that enough is enough. Look, we can't control the elements, but we can control our own destiny. And how do we do that? This sense of uh, community, the sense of, of being able to be self-sufficient in whatever form or fashion is going to be the way for Puerto Rico to move forward. Yeah, um, Kyle, it was you that sent those pictures, right, with the uh, with the containers and 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 them growing. I guess they were growing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That- so yeah, that's what uh, Alex is referring to. So um, what's inside these containers is basically a, basically an ecosystem to where it could either grow uh, fruits, vegetables, uh, veg- uh, plants, hydroponics, really anything. It has LED lighting, uh, humidity control, all through an app on your phone, um, and then it's also pretty much hurricane container. And so we outfit them solar to power with batteries, so it's completely self-sufficient. So we're, we're, we're looking to have the whole setup is actually two containers and then a smaller container for a complete setup in each municipality in Puerto Rico. I believe there's 78, I could be wrong. But that's what we're, we're aiming to do is, is, is to have one of these self-sufficient uh, farming systems that is basically bulletproof. In each municipality, might take us a while, but you know, and you gotta swing for the fences. Oh, you have to, you have. To. It's an ama- it's an amazing story because, like you said, Maria was devastating to the island. A lot of people did leave, but the people who did stay, they're going through some hard times, especially now with the pandemic, all this on everything. But they're, they're some of the most resilient people you will ever meet. People on that island ha- have gone through so much, you know, and, and they started the hurricanes, the earthquakes, and then COVID. And, and these people are still out there hustling. And listen, and they the ones who really changed the political climate with what they did to governor Puerto Rico. When they got him yeah. out of office, they that those and there was a lot of young Puerto Ricans out there doing pr- protesting and doing that thing. It was a f- it was breathtaking to see them get the governor to resign, and, and I think that helped change somewhat to what towards what's building up now with everything that's going on with all these oh man all this craziness but you guys are doing some uh, some amazing work out there. yeah i want to give a yeah. shout out i'm trying to look for his name right now to where he he's uh, there's two people that led uh, kind of like uh that revolution uh can't be the same right now uh, i'll get it before we get off the, the podcast because uh these two gentlemen they really took it by by storm, it really changed a lot of the political atmosphere as well as getting governor. I was here when they did one of their last protests, major protests, because of, they then announced that they were going to do rolling brownouts, blackouts inside San Juan, and they just completely froze. Um, and also, you know, a lot of customers asked me, why don't I do um, you know, wind turbines? Well, I know a company that tried to pull a permit seven years ago for a wind turbine, and that permit's still not approved. Because they're saying, you know, it's going to damage the seagulls or whatever it is. Those solar panels, they can't stop it. It would be complete insanity for this government to do that because not only would they, would they be upset about uh, the government itself, 
right? Yeah. And then now you have to deal with the utility company. It would just be a complete uh, snowball factor where that the people here would just, just flip over houses, flip over the house, I guess I should say. So that's why it's so abandoned. They can't stop it. I'm glad we're here because um, fortunately they can't stop us. Uh, yeah. Like, and I remember like very few people could afford back in the days to afford, afford solar panels. You really had to have money in Puerto Rico to have to be able to afford a system in, in your house because you look into the pricing and like you said it was just ridiculous it was like i'm not gonna pay all that money for that nah and you would like i'm not i'm not gonna spend that i might as well just keep paying the utilities yeah it's 18 cents 16 18 cents a kilowatt hour which is I mean, Florida is 12 cents and then and then you have to also wise you have to also you have to also factor in that the wages are a lot less in puerto rico and in some of these areas back in so when you look at where's your money going, if I'm spending 30, 40% of my check for utilities, there's a problem. And then, yeah, on top, wages aren't going up. Taxes are going up. You're paying a ridiculous amount in tax. And it's, cra- it's just crazy because people don't, people think, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful island. Yeah, yeah. The construction workers over there, they get paid nothing. You would think when you work in a construction job here in the States, making decent money, not over there, you're making almost, you're making minimum wage. Some companies are paying you minimum wage to do construction. And I found that amazing. Like, yeah, like, nobody wants to swing a ham over here for 735. Nobody's going to swing a ham. No, no one. No. I I found those two people who's, uh, I might might not pronounce that name right, but, uh, PJ. Uh, Suela and then uh, Rene Perez. Those are the two that led a lot of these protests into helping um, get the people behind each other to, you know, stand up for themselves against the politics. Not just that administration, his father's administration was one of the most corrupt administrations in Puerto Rico. And yet people still survive. People got through it and they're going to get through everything that they're going through right now. But I, I, I love I love going like I grew I was born in, in the state, but my mom made sure I went to Puerto Rico every summer. She made sure every summer I was in Puerto Rico visiting family and, and she made sure I spent the whole summer over there. So I would get out of school, probably spend a couple of days around the house and then I was shipped off to Puerto Rico to school started in September. So I loved the island and I, I've and a lot of my friends growing up are still in, in the area that we live at. So when I go back, it still it feels like my second home. It, people know me. I walk on my house. My, everywhere around where I'm at, it's number fam. So I love to see people like you, you guys, and what you guys are doing. Anything that can help the island, I support. So when me and Alex started talking, I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm, I'm interested and I'm down. Because I want to spread what you guys are doing out there. Because you guys are doing something amazing that people need to know about. People need to help need to support, need to promote, whatever, because this is something that people of Puerto Rico need. They need the sustainable energy. This this relying on on these these electric companies that all they worry about is their bottom line and not taking care of the people of the island has to stop. And you guys are in the forefront. I believe you guys are going to be very successful at what you're doing because, yeah, Y'all believe in what y'all doing, so I support. I'm down with y'all 100. I'm I'm so glad I, I was able to connect with you guys and and be able to being able to share with everybody out there because they need to know what's going on out. Not just here in the states. Yeah, Puerto, Puerto Rico is part of the United States, so even Puerto Rico, they need to know what's going on over there as well. Yeah, and just to, just to add to that, I I think that 
you know, at, out of out of every storm, there 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 there's a rainbow, or there's you know, every major forest fire get high temperature uh, conditions, which open up new vegetation. I think there's definitely some positive things coming out of this. Uh, you talk about that resiliency. You talk about you know some of these things happening. People banding together, communities, and and something that you know Cal had gone back to with these containers and this vertical farming. There there is a movement that that I see in Puerto Rico that could potentially grow, and it could be a model for other areas of the country. Because again, what we see is that when you take something as simple as power, a power source, and now you bring it to an individual or a community, they can use that to, to generate other resources. So, you know, we're seeing microgreens. I was at a, I was at a restaurant in Puerto Rico and I couldn't believe the salad that I was having. And I asked the guy, look, where, where do you, where do you get your greens? He's like, no, we, we grow them here. And this is all from a farm to table scenario. Now you talk about farm to table. If you said that to me as, as I was involved in projects in Antigua, Barbuda, they don't farm anything. They don't have any source resources that they actually cultivate but to hear that to see uh you know michelin star level caliber restaurants now emerging from all of this even during covid and they're putting out quality products they're putting out quality ingredients and they're using their own land they're using their own resources so i think there's gonna there, there's gonna be a shift and there's gonna i understand there's a lot of people that have left puerto rico but I think you're going to see a good part of innovation come out of Puerto Rico in the next few years. So that would be amazing. I welcome the change, man. I definitely welcome the change because it, it's time, man. It's time for, for everyone to start start waking up and, and really stop saying stop saying no. We, we, need, we deserve a break. These, 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 these utility companies are just just raping the people they're just taking whatever they want they're charging whatever they want and what you're not going to have power in your house you're going to say no so it, it's 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 a necessity what you guys are doing is a necessity and just keep doing what you guys are doing cuz it's it's don't i i don't think there's much there's not much people Wanting to really go and take a risk and and go into business at a time right like right now, but you guys see a vision. You guys have a vision. You guys see something that that really needs to be filled and really really is needed. It really is. You guys are it. Every, sustainable energy is 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 something that really needs to be on the table for for a lot of the, a lot of these islands. Because my wife is, she's Dominican. She was born in the Dominican Republic. Her grandmother has a house over there, and they're probably just as worse as worse than Puerto Rico because their power goes out probably more frequently. Well, tell up, tell tell your wife that uh, that we're working on it. It's funny you say that. Yeah, you know, when I brought this up, Alex. Uh, when I brought this up to Alex and man, we got to go to Puerto Rico, we got to set up shop. It's middle of COVID. I mean, he's in New York, I'm in Florida, and he's in New York. And he's like, I, but I can barely even get out of my house. What are you talking about? I'm like, we got to do it. And so we started right in the middle of COVID. But um, yeah, we're, we're pushing through it. And it's, you know, I'm not going to sit at home and, and not do it. It's our plan. So who knows how long this COVID pandemic uh, is going to last. Yeah, we're we're going to keep on moving forward. And, and yeah, I was. I started my podcast during COVID. Like I, I was furloughed from my work. I was home 
doing home projects and and just going crazy. And I just started recording and and I and it just felt some. I felt something like this is something I really do love now. This is something I I, I just spend time record. I've I've been recording since like I said the end of uh, April. I just released the other day my 72nd episode. And wow. yeah, and congratulations, I, congratulations, sir. Thank you guys. Thank, and, and it's, and it's, you just lost the radio station. Yes, and I, yes, and I just lost the radio station as well. Yeah. Yes. And, and, it, Congrats. yeah, and as far as the radio station, I, I was like, right now we're just playing music, but my ultimate goal is to get away from that and, and do more talk radio and, and I want to. I want to actually start a little comedy show where some unknown comics can come on and do a set. And I want to have bands and and singers come on and perform their original stuff. I just I just want something different because you can get music anywhere. You can honestly get music from Pandora, right. YouTube, Spotify. I, I want just original content and just be able to give people just positive. Vibes just put out positive energy, man. It's just too much craziness going on in this world. We just need to just get back to being a, a community, being 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 one. Stop, stop going through all this division, and so that's why I started. That's why I started started doing what I'm doing, and it's it's I'm, it's exciting, man. It's some exciting times, even with the even us being in the pandemic. I looked at, I, I took at positive and I focused on the positive. Yep. Yeah. And that's what's needed. And that's what's needed. You have, uh, you're, we're, we're all in very challenging times right now. Um, you know, I, I, I often speak to a lot of family members, friends, um, and what I'm hearing more and more is you need that connection, you need that connection. And whether it's hearing someone's voice, whether it's hearing different ideas, concepts, um, and things that you can relate to and connect to, uh, that's what's needed. Because right now, um, that, that simple human connection that, you know, I, I used to be in an office and there were people in the office and we'd look forward to lunchtime because, you know, we would, you know, discuss it, you know, what happened over the weekend. You don't have that. So, um, you know, I don't know how much Netflix you could watch. I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I'd rather just, you know, engage. In discussion, in conversation. Definitely, man. Yeah. Like, I used to play my PS4 when I used to get off. I used to get off work, play my PS4. I don't, I don't need, I get off work now. I come home, I come, come into my studio, edit whatever episodes I have to edit. Um, now with the station, I'm going to see what music I want to take out, what music we're going to put in, uh, what, what we're, what we're working towards, filling time slots and, it's just I, I'm I'm focused on on what I'm doing. I, it's 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 my main my main goal right now is just putting the station on the map and and just putting out some great content, man. And and just so tell the truth. Why? So yeah. So why? So tell, so to tell the truth. How many teams did you play with? with NBA? You know uh, what is it? NBA Two K. I just, like, honestly, no, I don't, I haven't, you know, I haven't played, um, like I stopped playing Madden and NBA 2K years ago. I'm more of a, a division, uh, destiny type player now. I, I play 
okay, a little bit okay, more right. sci-fi and and it just yeah. just the story was yeah the story mode just, yeah the story like Dragon yeah. Age and, yeah. and oh man that's gonna take years that's gonna take years <laughs> to go through <laughs> so yeah so I like as as far as the sports games is uh, you got to update them every year and and. Yeah, I'm over. Oh it. man, that's how they get you. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm over. I'm you. over it. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't played Madden. I don't even know how long. Yeah, they make it. They make it. They make it. They make it so realistic that you actually it hurts after you put the controller down. You feel the bruising. <laughs> I think the only thing I've probably played re- most recently was uh baseball. That's it. But other than that, yeah, I haven't really. But I, I only I play the story mode on that as well. I don't really play with people. I oh, you play. like the you? So you like the the whole experience you go through? Oh yeah, go getting drafted and, and yeah, getting drafted oh, and, yeah. oh, and and yeah. all that. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's just yeah. It's, I find that much more entertaining. I go straight for home run derby. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the rest. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Just, me. I, the all-star team versus the worst team, you know. <laughs> no, that's right, because you like to win. You're, just, you're not even trying to make the pick. That's right. That's right. I'm on, I'm on season Y2K. I think I'm on season 2062. Like Michael Jordan's like 85 on the team, but I keep lowering his uh, age. So he keeps playing <laughs> as a 25-year-old. Oh, man. Yeah, so yeah, I, haven't, uh, I haven't played. Yeah, I have. I've been. I've, my wife is like. She's t- she goes, this is something serious. Like, you don't play your games anymore. You don't have to play the PlayStation 4. She's like, damn, you really must enjoy podcasting. I'm like, yeah. It's not, I, find, I find it's my therapy now. So it's my therapy for her. Yes, that's what I go home on. I mow the lawn. Uh, that's my therapy. Hey, anytime you want to come mow my lawn, uh, you're more than welcome, Cal. Uh, you can have all the therapy you want. My parents need some yeah. therapy too. You, they got a big backyard. Come on down. The price Hello. is right. Oh man, if I had the time, I would. But I got my parents two doors down, and they always got a project for me. And you know, I'm home for that weekend, and then that, that maybe a week. And half of that is doing yard work and help my parents out, and obviously I'm with my kids too. Uh, but I have hey, wise, wise, just 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 a just a, uh, a recommendation for your viewers: don't live right next to your parents. You'll end up doing all the yard work. Oh man, no. that's what happened. That's what that's, that's what happened. This guy. I look. I looked out. Oh, yeah. um, they my my parent, my mom was living with my brothers and my sister, so they 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 I'm, take care. I'm, I'm the brother. <laughs> he's, he's, so a he's a landscaper. He does everything. Well, my dad, you know, I got my work ethic probably from my dad. Not probably, but most definitely from my dad. Because uh, he's, he's 71, 72, still full time psychologist at a jail. Uh, comes home, he's out there doing yard work. Over his Sunday, I want to rest. You know, I look out my window, it's 7 a.m., and he's up on the roof. Uh, doing something like that. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I want to rest. And I can't just sit there. 
I mean, I can act like I didn't see him, but it's like, well, <laughs> crap, he falls. It's my fault. So I'm like, come on, side so you know, crawl out, you know, get out there like coffee. And so, yeah, dad, what are you doing? And he's like, I got to fix this or I got to fix that. It's like, okay, all right, get out. <laughs> um, but hey, somebody's got to do it. I know he's going to do it or I'm going to do it. So, and then it, it's so better that you do it. Work. It's better that you do it because. He, like you said, we don't want him to. Hurt. He's, he's seventy. What seventy one? You said. So, yeah, yeah, born in forty nine. So. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. My mom is eighty two. She was born in thirty nine. She's actually uh, seventy two. Oh, her turn seventy two. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. Just turned seventy two in November. Yeah. Oh man. He's like, yeah. He can still, he can still outwork me though. <laughs> I hope he doesn't see this because I'll deny it. But guys, it was it was amazing to have you guys on, man. And I'm like I said, we're definitely going to keep keep promoting and 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 talking about you guys because I guess this is something that needs to be shared, man. And I'm gonna keep shouting you guys out as much as possible and, and keep sharing your story because. People need to hear it. This is something that people need to hear. People need to know yeah. what's going on, and we gotta we gotta build yeah, you guys yeah, we up. Definitely appreciate it. Oh man, this, this, this yeah, is, thank this, you. This is what we have and to do. We're, uh, you know, we're trying to put that uh, we're trying to put that documentary together um, with one of the, uh, Alex's companies that he's work, works with. Um, she's very interested in doing it because that's the type of documentary she, she does. And it's not about promoting Ricardo Solar; it's just about Really talking about the problem, yeah. or issues with Puerto Rico. Obviously, of bring, a, bring light to it. Definitely. You know, like during Maria, the hurricanes, it, it brings light for a month. You know, FEMA comes in. Who knows where that money goes? Um, there's tents, you know, set up with supplies of water and necessities and beds that never gets used because it's just hidden under this tent. Hey, you know, Cal, you know, I know where they end up. Cal, I know where they end up. You remember Fire Festival? Remember Fire Festival? They all end up with that. Yeah. They, they had the... So, oh, shit. Yeah, so they had that guy that, that, that basically was putting up female uh, tents all over uh, in the Bahamas when he had that big music festival. Oh. That never happened because they signed up all these famous artists. Yeah. I think uh, Ja Rule has something to do with it. Or he was him and Ja Rule was putting some yeah, kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some... There was a lot of guys. Yeah, there yeah, so complete yeah. scam. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you, can, you know, hopefully you, you us, uh, hopefully this documentary comes together where it's not just after a major disaster again, to where it's this constant like, hey, like, look, you know, this is what's going on. I think I think they do have some people in positions that are helping control the money coming from the United States. I think uh, I like to hope that they are doing right, but at the end of the day, you know, it, it could just come down to, to you, to us, you know, just to I think it comes down to it comes down to every everyone's got to say, look, how do I take things into my own hands? Yeah. How do I do my part? And and I think just you having this show, um, some of the people that we've met in Puerto Rico that are making a difference, that are bringing some of this, whether it's innovation or ideas or resources, and then it just comes down to the people. What do they do with those resources, right? Well, again, Mr. Wise, I appreciate it. I know I appreciate you guys being on man share uh share all your links share where they can find you at website demercadosolar.com so m-e-r-c-a-d-o-s-s-o-l-a-r.com uh facebook page mercado solar 
Uh, our uh, warehouse is in uh, PRL Logistics. A big shout out to PRL Logistics in Catania. And uh, 939-545-8007. Hey, can we see the nice little logo? Show them the logo on the shirt. There you go. Move right there, right there, right there. You're good now. Well, yeah, there we go. There we go, right yeah. there. And, and again, and again, to your, to your viewers, you know, look, our goal is to not just sell panels. 10% of proceeds are going to go to develop some of these causes, some of these uh, infrastructure issues, getting power, some of these remote areas. So we're committed to that, um, and we're going to continue to be committed to that. Right. I have uh, developers that have you know built a lot of these hotels and commercial buildings. Uh, I have several of them that I'm talking to, and I'm semi-committed to one of them because you know they're, they're very reputable and all signs point to honesty. But one of the, my stipulations was like, listen, we are taking a portion of any of these builds because we're going to install solar on the hotels and any commercial buildings, residents, whatever it is. One of the requirements to do it with us is a portion of that has to go back. And that's where we, my my heart's in the, the AC for the uh, uh, schools. Yeah. I want it, right? I mean, it'd be nice to donate, you know, a, a solar system to, you know, an elder person or somebody that doesn't have a lot of money or whatnot. And, and we might do that too. You know, we'll do as much as we can. But right now, I would really like to, you know, the, I mean, obviously, it's children of the future. Not have AC in your school when you can get affordable AC units right now that are DC powered. I have them where you don't need, you can, it's a solar panel, it's a battery, and it's a 12,000 BTU unit. It's self sufficient. You don't even have to plug it into the grid. You just put that window of, of uh, so it can be done. Wise, yes. it can be done. Yeah, of course, I, I just found out uh, the school by um, where where uh, my family's from. They actually just build a new school, and it's it's solar powered. So it, it's oh wow, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if, if it has air conditioning and all the um in in the in the school in the classrooms, but I know it, it's it's gone green. So that's awesome. That's really cool. Dorado. It's Ariel's Dorado. Dorado. Yeah. I was I was there. I was there yesterday for Three Kings. Beautiful, beautiful town. My part. My, we're right on the border of uh, of Dorado and Vegalta because you have parts of it that they have some of the most beautiful beaches on on the island. And uh, so I'm and like probably like 15 to 20 minutes from each. Yeah, we just we had a really good. Uh, there was a good restaurant there. What was the restaurant? Ariel's. Uh restaurant uh, i'll think of the name of right dorado it's brand new they just had the grand opening three weeks ago it's um a sports bar but the food is fine dining it was unbelievable it was i've yeah, never but, never seen anything like that in the states um I'll definitely when i go back I'll definitely check it out yeah it was good it was really good <laughs> i was i was like chicken wings and because this guy you know he, he, he likes he's got good taste he likes good Good food, nice things. Yeah, and um, I really sports bars. Like sports bars, that makes sense. But when I went in, I mean, you have you know signed autographs of all the famous you know baseball, football, basketball players hanging all over the wall. The food was literally fine dining. I like seeing people create something unique and different, and it be successful. And and Dorado is a it's a nice it's a tourist town, it's a tourist area. So hopefully that they will have a very successful business. And I'll definitely check it out when I when I go back. And I think I'm going back in May. I don't know. Maybe sooner. Who knows? I need company down here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got some. I got some great people here, so it's uh, it's hard to leave. But uh, but yeah, no, I have to. I got you know, I have kids too. Unfortunately, my mother of the kids, she's been real good. Where I'm able to get them whenever I'm in town for as much as long as I want. Um, and they, and she knows, and kids also know that you know I'm building. Something, you know, something. Like that. Yeah, no, that it, 
kids are understanding when they really see you really work hard and, and when you do when you like you say when you're back home you do spend your time with them and, and that's that's what's important is that when you spend time with you you're trying to build something for them you're trying to build a legacy for them so it's hard work and I'm sure you miss your kids you're, you're doing you're some amazing work out there oh well, summer summer comes around they're coming with me oh, that's even better they get to, they get to we're enjoy. gonna give them the we're gonna give them the wise experience mom that spend the whole the whole summer there oh yes and I'm gonna put them to work <laughs> oh yeah you, you get put to, like see for us it was different uh we would help f- feed the pigs and the chickens and all that, and all that stuff I'm sure it's different for you they're gonna, gonna be loading up they're gonna load the solar panels into van yeah no I'm gonna put my ten year old on the forklift and, uh, <laughs> and then put my fourteen year old uh, uh, wash panels who knows I don't know <laughs> but they're going to work now. No, not all fun yeah if we, no of course you have to you have to show them from an early age that it yeah it's good to have fun but you also have to work hard too but guys I appreciate Wise, you thank you for having uh, us I appreciate thank you guys you. man thank was, you for you guys are awesome I appreciate, appreciate you. you having us on the show it was an honor just to be able to share this with, with people man like, it's an amazing story that, and that's what I'm about I'm about sharing amazing stories and, and sharing them you guys are doing something amazing that's I, that's all I can say is you can't you can't knock what y'all doing you guys are doing something positive for the yeah and your goal is to do it for the whole island oh a whole yeah. island, so yeah. I have to get behind yeah, that. Well, Philly, Philly's mutual. Yeah, yeah Philly's mutual. I mean, we appreciate you letting us be on your show and help us with the word out. Yeah, it was funny because me and Alex did not speak the whole flight. I'm like, we're we're right next to each other. We didn't speak the whole flight. I'm like, this guy's eating my peanuts. He's eating my peanuts. <laughs> we didn't speak the whole flight, and and because Alex couldn't reach his his jacket. We ended up talking. See, it's a, it's a short thing. It's a short thing. I always need assistance. So I looked at him. I'm like, this is the tallest guy. I'm going to put him to work. <laughs> That's right. And I have to thank you. You had your shirt on, right? Your, uh, your I, have my, shirt I on. have my hoodie on. I have my hoodie on. And yeah, we just we just started talking and things things happen for a reason. I, I can't for believe you went an entire airplane trip without Alex talking. That, I can't believe that. I, you believe, see this? You see this? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't say a word. He, he was sitting in his spot. Didn't even speak. But I also, I also had. I think I had my. I also had my headphones on. I had my earbuds. I had some headphones on or something, and was busy playing my football. I no, caught. I caught. I caught him peeping me playing my football game though. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, because if it was Super Tech Mobile, bro, I would have asked late. I'm like, let me get him. Let me get him. See, that's what it was. See, you had the headphones on, you're Super- playing the game. He's sitting over there. He's just itching to talk to you. And then he's like, all right, how can I talk to this guy? Hey, can you grab my jacket? <laughs> no, seriously, all things, man. I'm telling you, just before we get off, one of the greatest games of all time, Super Tech Mobile. Super Tech Mobile. Only game where Jerry Rice can touch the Superdome, catch the ball. Literally, Barry Sanders runs through everybody. Oh, you Prior, prior to that, it was regular Tecmo Bowl, and Bo Jackson would run through everyone. <laughs> so, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So it, it's yeah, similar. That's that's why that's why I played it. That's why I played because it, it reminded me so much of Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. It's called Retro Bowl. That's our childhood. In case, in case I want to play it, it's called Retro Bowl. Listen, and that's our childhood. So <laughs> I now I now know you both are over forty years old or more. That's all. Yeah, that's okay. That's listen, fine. Man, I, I don't. I share my age all the time. I don't have no. I don't have no problems with that. I'm, listen, Cal. We actually. No, no, Cal. What, what you don't, what you youngings don't understand, right? That's how old I'm. I'm your elder. What you don't understand is back in the day, the games were made so unfair. Like it was just ridiculous. You know, oh, know. now, like it was just so one-sided. Where now everything is so technical. 
like in tech, you know, in, in, in Madden or NBA, or whatever, when you throw the ball, depending on how much wind trajectory, this, that, I'm like, this is like me actually being a player. It's not, it's not fun. It's too oh, yeah. difficult. That's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's another way I switch. Yeah. That's another reason I stopped playing because it, it got, you had to press the button at the right time and, and do this and switch. The, I'm like, dude, I just want to press X. Happen. I just want to press X and throw it to Owen and that's it. I don't want to do nothing else. Yeah. Or just press Listen, it, whatever. Listen, hey, I'm going to, wise, I'm going to challenge you to game a Super Tech Mobile. If you ever want to play it live on the air, let's do this. Oh, we can do that. Definitely. We can definitely, <laughs> we can definitely do that. We can definitely do that. <laughs> we, Make sure we both get to Puerto. We go to Puerto Rico and both from Puerto Rico and we'll do a live stream. Yeah, I can I can stream let's, on Twitch. I can I can stream this on Twitch. Let's go. There you go. Barry Sa- Barry Sanders and Detroit Lions. I, Barry Sanders will run through everyone. See, but that's because that's but that that's because there's certain players you could you would use and they would just dominate. Exactly. So but well, it depends the, on what year it was. Otherwise, like, be down by the way, you know you know they did you know they did the the guy finally came out after many years of an arcade NBA game. The programmers loved the Detroit Pistons. So if you were anywhere close to about twenty points in the fourth quarter, you wouldn't win. They programmed it because he was a Detroit uh, Pistons fan. There's an NBA yeah. arcade game known for this. You just gotta he know which team to pick, wise. <laughs> you so he finds out this stuff, so he, he becomes a Detroit Pistons every time. Exactly. So, uh, exactly. Well, you know, like, why are you always playing with the Pistons for, man? Like. So yeah, yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't beat him. Couldn't beat him. I was. I appreciate you guys, man. You have a great day. I know. I know. Kyle probably got to go back to work. So I uh, appreciate you taking oh, yeah. the time out, man. You guys have a great day. You too, sir. All right, guys. Absolutely. You too. Peace right. out. Yeah. The guys from Mercado Solar, Alex and Kyle, and there's some amazing guys. So definitely uh, check out their website. It's mercadosolar.com. And um, now it's time for a shout out. Big shout out to my man Steve Joyner. Shout out to my team, Talking Real. Poppy J, King Says, Brandy J, my homegirl Chrissy Richards. Um, who else can I shout out? Of course, I gotta shout out my man Screaming Chewy, man. What's going on, brother? And of course, wifey, Fina. Love you. Thanks for all the support, baby. I'm gonna keep doing what we're doing. And as always, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. Wise is out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise 76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out.